yeah, welcome to the Break Dream Podcast. This is Jeff. This is Laura. We have to make our recommendations on what toys enter the Toy Hall of Fame. Oh, this is a lot of pressure. The nominations have just come out. And, and just to be clear, our nominations have no weight or meaning. So this is just for us to... Uh, I guess, uh, give our recommendations on who we would recommend to the, to the Toy Hall of Fame. Hold up. This is a lot of pressure. So when you say Toy Hall of Fame, can you please unpack what that is and explain to our listeners and perhaps me exactly what you're talking about? Sure. And I'm going to do that now as soon as I open the uh, About link. So the Museum of Play mm-hmm. does a Toy Hall of Fame. Every year they have uh, nominations and then they will induct some toys into the Toy Hall of Fame. This is in Rochester, New York, at the Toy of the Museum of Play. I wish you know this is like an hour and a half from my hometown. Yeah. Um, so so what, what are some examples that have been here, recently here's some, inducted? Here's some examples. So Alphabet Blocks was inducted in uh, 2003. Okay. Uh, the Atari 2600 game system was inducted in 2007. Seems late. G.I. Joe 2004. Four Hot Wheels in 2011, uh, Hula Hoop in uh, 99. Um, then there's, I, there's some generic things, right? Like Hula Hoop, Jack in the Box, Jax. And there's some like branded things like uh, Scrabble, which I don't think is Scrabble. I guess it is a game. I, I, I think of toys as like. Of course kids. it is a game. No, 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 no. But, but Scrabble seems like adults, right? Like not. To- but it's yeah, a I toy. guess. It's a yeah. game. Um. Slinky was nominated in 2000, or inducted in 2002, Lego in 98, Lincoln Logs in 99. Okay, so it sounds like from your list of toys, they have to be around for at least 30 years. So, like, well, I can't just go ahead and nominate, uh, let's say, Exploding Kittens. Uh, I don't know what that is. That sounds cruel. Is that a thing? Is that a toy? It's, it's like a card game. It's being the category of Scrabble, if you're going to insult it. Okay, it's like the oatmeal created it. Um, or Cards Against Humanity, which is like the apples to apples for horrible right. people. Like so games. Here's, here's the selection criteria. Okay. Icon status. Um, defined as the toy is widely recognized, respected, and remembered. Hmm. Longevity. Okay. The toy is more than a passing fad. Discovery. Wait, the, how does Slinky get in? You don't. You don't have a. I know you what know, a Slinky is. I don't think it's. I think it's a passing fad. I don't know. They still. They still have them today. Okay, go to the next one. Next yeah. rule. Discovery, which again you can back to Slinky with this. Discovery. The toy fosters learning, creativity, or discovery. Yeah, putting Slinky back in. I gotta say, a lot of those probably aren't really fostering learning or creativity. I mean, you can't foster anything. That's not a learning outcome. Next, okay. <laughs> Terribly written. Next, says the innovation. Innovation. The toy profoundly changed play or toy design. A toy may be included on the basis of this creation without the nece- without necessarily having met all of the first three. So like so, sticks and stones, rubbing sticks together could be innovation, is what you're saying. Innovation trumps everything else, right? Like it can be innovative. Like I guess the Atari Twenty Six Hundred was like innovative. Yeah, it had Duck Hunt. Hello. So regardless of uh, whatever, that was Nintendo. 
the the old school Atari had oh, the Atari. Cart- cartridges. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Like, I think it was like sixteen bit or eight bit. I don't know what any bits. Eight bits. Let's just say two bits. I don't know. My neighbors had it. Um, I didn't have it. I went to their house. I don't know. Yeah. I had no video games until I was an adult. <laughs> so, so that's it. So you can nominate. So are you, are you ready for this year's nominations? Yeah, let's go yeah. through this list. Okay. Curious. Number one. Clue. Mm. With the candlestick it's, in the library. It's pretty iconic. I got to say, um, probably some of the criteria. I have no memories of actually playing Clue. Oh, come on. Really? Like, like there was a board game and we kind of played with it, but I don't remember actually playing like the real game with the rules or how it worked or anything. But super like iconic, been on forever. Everyone knows what it means. Everyone knows Colonel Mustard, the candlestick in the library, right? Like, so. it's like a game to teach kids how to lie. I think it's fantastic. I think that's great. Let's go forward. What's the next one on the list? And you haven't played that? I don't have it, but I'm willing to get it. So the next time we hang out, we play Clue. All right, yeah. go on. Magic 8-Ball. Oh, that's the one you shake and it tells you your future? Yes. You know that I used to have one in my office when I was an advisor and I'd shake, that, what, do, what do I want to do with my major? Yeah. I have, yes, I use it as an academic advisor. Yeah, yeah. Like, can I ma- should I major in this? Shake, 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 shake. I look this my good. <laughs> Will I be going to med school? <clears throat> Not sure. Please ask later. Yes. So I had that as an adult, as an advisor. Yeah, me too. Um... Number three, uh, Matchbox cars. Oh my gosh, they haven't been in already. I think they're fantastic. I play with those all the time. So, my so mom's Hot best friend Wheels? had those. Ah. Hot Wheels is in. I feel you know how some adults are oh, partial like Ford users or Chevy. I guess if you're a truck person, right? Like people have like like loyalty to branding the cars. I think as children, you're either like a Matchbox kid or you're like a Hot Wheels kid. I was a Hot Wheels kid. I would say that's probably true. I think our house, we were Hot Wheels. Uh, but my f- mom's best friend's son, who's like my equivalent adopt a cousin, had Matchbox. So I thought it was cool that we're in like a little box and you could play. And... Yeah. Okay. See, I don't remember the actual box. I remember like the plastic packaging. but Like you could fold out and race. Like you had a little racetrack. So like it also had... A portable, like, I'm going to take my little briefcase. And it's a briefcase of little small toys, cars. Next, My Little Pony. Oh, how is that not in already? The bronies no. are probably going crazy about it. So introduced in the uh, 1980s. Okay. Reintroduced in 2003. Thank you, bronies. Yes. Uh, next, Paper Airplane. Shut the front door. How is that even in here? Is it, wait, is the paper airplane trademarked? TM? <laughs> no, you don't trademark it? Like, you're just saying, like, a paper airplane? Like, in general, the concept of using a paper airplane. Oh, I'm aware. We did this at, like, one of the halftime commercial things at a Super Bowl recently at my house. Because we have a little balcony you could throw things over. So we had kids, and we're like, let's do a paper airplane contest. That made it in? This is this Made is, it in. I'm going to submit some toys then. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Now, the paper airplane is a, apparently goes back to Leonardo da Vinci. Okay, next. I'm pretty sure it's in the Bible. I'm sure it is. That's how, that's how God sent the commandments to Moses. I would like you to find that scripture reading. Thank you very much <laughs> since you've said that. Uh, and then come back to me at a later point in time. All right. All right. What's next on the list? Um, Pez candy dispensers. 
Okay, it's loosely a toy, but is that not a treat with a choppy little head? Yeah, see, I don't, I don't know if I put this as a toy, right? Like it's, it's kind of crappy candy. And it has a little head thing, but like once the candy's done, like you lose interest. It's like a collectible. So I think toys also are collectibles, I'm guessing, right? Because people collect Pez stuff. And I think that's what it comes down to. So you said like, which I disagree with completely for the listener's record, a board game is not a toy, but that is, I think it's collectibles, board games. Toy is a very big umbrella, let's say. Oh, I think board games are toys. I was thinking, I was thinking, for whatever reason, that doesn't seem like a kid's game to me. But then again, I haven't played it, so how do I know? You clearly should be introducing this with your children and making them smarter. So let's talk about your Scrabble introduction later. Next. So, um, but going back to the... Um, the Pez. Pez, the criteria, right? Icon status, I guess so. Longevity, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Discovery, I don't see how it fosters learning, creativity, um, and fosters cavities, I guess, because it's just <laughs> super sugary candy. Um, and I don't know if I don't know if it's necessarily innovation. I don't know if there are a lot of like knockoff Pez. I think there were. I'm gonna have to look that one up, but I think there were. Um, it was as a novel way to deliver. I think iconic things. So like it may not be the toy itself, but the heads had different characters um, from shows, from games, from all over. So it was meant to be iconic in that sense. Like if you got your head on a Pez dispenser. Actually, if I ordered you like a Jeff Jackson Pez dispenser, would you not be impressed? You'd be like, you know, put that it on would my be kind of cool. I would like have it on my desk and it's like bobblehead. Probably, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. There's some more controversy ones coming up. You ready? I'm going to mentally prepare. Go. Play food. What? Play food. Oh, you mean like the plastic thing? Like, I'm going to cook you in my little secret kitchen yeah. over here. Yeah. Here's the peas. Yeah. Here's the hot dog. I think that, that's my, what My made, daughter's that's, big into play food. I think that's what made people fat. No. Um, I, I, I agree. You're like a Pez. Oh, I don't know. No, this is like, I'm pretending I, I to cook. If my daughter were putting this list, my daughter would vote play food number one if, if she had a choice in this list. Well, she's at the age, like, she's, is she three now? Four. Four, yeah. Yeah, that's the age where you're like, I'm going to make dinner or have, have a little, a little picnic and I pack my food in or, yeah, that makes sense. She makes a mean cup of like pretend coffee. I wish it was as strong as the real coffee. Um, um, Okay, board game, Risk. That's great. You know that 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 game goes on for days, right? Do you? you, Yeah, uh, I have played Risk, yeah. I'm pretty sure I missed classes in college to play Risk. I was just going to say, I could not get my executive council, and so second year I was president of a residence hall, and I couldn't get my executive council to leave the room they were playing risk in and they someone would take a picture of it on one random person had a digital camera then because they didn't exist believe it or not listeners and <laughs> I, they would step they would be like everyone out of the room back away lock the door because we had these patio doors and they're like no one else go to the room we all cannot come here and no one can enter we're all back at the same time that's the so that room in switzerland yes yes yeah so you have to put the room in switzerland take a photo of it yeah. Meet with the UN Council before you play again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just like Jerry Seinfeld's apartment. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, you're right. Same, same, same. Actually, my, the one guy that played uh, that was on my castle, his name was Kramer. Um, <laughs> no, he wasn't. It was, it was. It's his not real his name. His real name is not. It's Dennis Kopach, but he called. It was okay. called by Kramer. He looked like Kramer, and was kind of wild, uh, like Kramer. But he did exude Kramer esque. So everyone, no one knew his real name. Like a few of us did, but it, everyone called him Kramer. So keep going. Okay, this is the controversy. You ready? Mm-hmm. Sand. Like the little dusty things you get from the beach? Yes. Sand. Not like a sand box. Beach box? Where, playground? I mean, I guess it's been around since the, the uh, I don't know, time? This is up there with paper planes. I, yeah. I really don't like. I get that it's a toy, but it's been created into an air. Like if they said sandbox, sand toys. No, next. I I gotta say, my son would rig sand number one. We had we got an a- we have an accidental sandbox. <laughs> like one that you crafted yourself. <clears throat> no, so the people who lived here had this. Uh, I didn't know these existed. These like it's like a custom made above ground pool okay it actually went like eight feet deep like it was like a it was a pretty like large above ground pool oh, wow. my, my kids were, my kids were super small and pools are expensive to maintain and so we had it taken out like we had told the owners if you want to come get it you can come get it um because above ground pools are a, a, a pain which i'll yeah no you're right um, if it's I'll, an above ground it's different that's different yeah, I'll say we'll use it for another podcast, but actually, I'll, we'll just we should talk about but, it. For no, I have um, an issue with pools in this state. We should talk about that in another podcast. Yeah. But when they took the pool out, mm-hmm. um, they had a layer of sand underneath it, like to put the um, the liner on. Uh, yeah. And so we kind of just left it there because my, my son at that time particularly liked playing with sand. And then it's grown into like his favorite thing to do in the backyard is to play in the sandbox. Makes like he makes rivers and like like he does a lot of creative stuff with it. Um, so like we had no intention of having a sandbox back here, um, but it's probably like the go-to thing. Not the gigantic loop-de-loop slide. Not the whatever. Like it's this big sandbox. Your backyard looks impressive, by the way. I need to complain that sandbox. That's not really intentional. Sand should not be on the list. I, I agree that's a fun it's fun thing to play in. Not exactly a toy. So, so I think this is my theory. Last year, I think they nominated Stick. Come on. I think they, I think they try to have like a controversial nomination for publicity. No. I, so I think Sand is this year's Stick. Oh my gosh! Okay, please go on before I get more enraged. Okay, two more, two more. Okay. Uh, Transformers. More than meets the eye. Now, I would say too soon on Transformers. What? 1980s. I think they've spent their 30 years at least. First off, just because they're in movies that are more recent doesn't make them irrelevant, sir. <coughs> and I think that's I would say that anything that was about. around in my childhood is too soon. No. You're ancient. It's not too soon. Anything I remember coming out. Anything I remember debuting. <laughs> it's too soon. 
No, I'm sorry to say it. it that is not the case. Um, I think it is. I can't believe they're not already in there. So I think they've got a strong, strong race ahead of them. Well, and I mean, and kind of revived, right? Like, I don't know if Transformers have always been around, but at least with the movies, you know, in the last 10 years. So, they've done well so, to maintain so their they've franchise. Been, they've done a good job with that. I'm like, those GoBots. Yeah, they, they had some copycats. And hey, yeah. now that we're moving to the age of Transformers, I think they're going to be more relevant than ever. ever. Maybe. Um, I think more. Transformers are great. I'm sorry you don't remember them. So here's the last. I remember, I remember Transformers. I remember when they came out. I remember when Transformers were out and they had the copycat of GoBots. Mm-hmm. There was a Saturday morning cartoon of one of them. I don't remember which one. Um, okay, here's the last one. The card game Uno. <gasps> I love Uno! Oh my gosh, I'm so Me excited! Too. Still played in my house today. My son is actually quite good at playing Uno. That's so, awesome. great family card game. We have the new Spider-Man edition of Uno. I'm sure they've got loads of editions of Uno, but yeah. I love Uno. It's such a good card game. Do you play so, cards with your kids? Like, you know, Go Fish and all that? We, we do play Uno. We have, I think, two different Uno games, like regular and Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, we, we, play, we play a lot of games. I think that's great. I think Uno is a great like entry yeah. into like card sharking. So let's say you want to do that. No, I think it's a great like uh, we always play cards in general, and so there's other card games you can play, not poker, Texas Hold'em, but like other fun. We play Kings in the Corner, and we play a version of Uno with regular cards. I think it's a good teaching card game and card sneakery and strategery. Yeah. I think that's great. That's it. So do you have a winner? I have a favorite. Okay, I think I'm really pissed off about this paper plane and sand situation, but I'm a bit beyond <laughs> it. Um, not that pissed. I'm just surprised. Let's just say surprised. There's no trademark yeah. on those. Um, I would say the top four would probably be Clue, Transformers. Uh, Uno, I'm going to toss in there just because I like it. And I think My Little Pony, I'm surprised they're not already in it. Those would be my top four. I would put, I would put Magic 8-Ball number one. That's because you liked it. You used it as an advisor. That's different. Uh, I Also, I, I'm going to be biased against My Little Pony. I have no context of that. I know it's super popular. I like My Little Ponies. Um, I'll admit to that. Yeah. I was older. So, my sister had more of them, but yeah. I think all the games are like super iconic, right? So Uno, Risk, and Clue, like those are all three. Oh, oh! This will answer the question. When was the last time a game was inducted into the toy? Go back to oh, the go back to the archives because I think my guess is every few years they might have to toss a game in, and that could determine who we can guess who the winner is. Wait, this is a research and publications tab on this museum, by the way. I haven't uh, looked. I'm I'm ready to sign up. Why aren't we researching this? Let's leave podcasting behind. Let's go. Um, exhibits. Okay, collect. I'm in the collections. Uh, the website you're on is what? Like, what's the main URL? Museumofplay.org. Good. Thank you. Uh, inducted toys. 
This is their alphabetical list, toys by year, listed by year. Oh, okay, last year, Dungeons and Dragons. D&D, yes. Fisher Price to Little People. Wait, how many people are inducted each year? Three. Well, oh. at least up to three. Up some to three. or some are two. Oh, so my top four is still in. Okay, keep going. Yeah. Uh, Fisher Pies to Little People was last year. Weird. Oh, and this is going to make you mad. Swing. What? Swing. This, uh, like a swing. <laughs> yeah. Tower swing, rope swing, what swing set. Ah, uh, Frig. Now Paper Plane's going to get in. Paper Plane's going to make it. Okay, 2015. Um, <sighs> pup, uh, puppet? Mm, I'm in with that. Super Soaker, which I say is too new. Oh, that's too soon. They have not paid their dues yet. Nope. And Twister, which... Oh, that's good. Okay. So okay. Wait, go what, to 2014. Tell me what 2014 was. I feel like 2016 was a weird year. Uh, bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, I just got some at some like card game that we were playing. And I, I use it with Jack. He thinks they're like wonderful. Him, him and small children. I can wow for hours. <laughs> we actually have a like a bubble machine here that's pretty spectacular. Uh, that's awesome. We'll turn around when you come. And somebody. sand? What? And sand, yes. Uh, Little Green Army Men. <laughs> I love how that's their name. I bet they don't have an actual name. The Little Green Army Men is their name. Point of information, we have a bowl made of Little Green Army Man, painted white. It's called War Bowl. It's a piece of art. I'll use it for the show picture for this one. Don't worry. You're very welcome. <laughs> My mother-in-law gave it to us. <coughs> um, War Bowl. And then the last, the 2014, Rubik's Cube. Oh. Well, good for you, Rubik's. You deserve yeah. it. I'm surprised that wasn't in there before. Okay, so... So, so a, a lot of games. So 2013 was chess, 2012 was dominoes. Uh, okay, okay, uh, I, have, I have the uh, method for their madness. So this is what they're going to pick. One strategic wait, 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 thing. 2011, I, I got to do 2011. 2011. Okay. Hot Wheels, deserving. <laughs> the other two, <laughs> Dollhouse <laughs> and Blanket. <laughs> I wish it said Blanky. <laughs> Binky. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Playing card. Oh, 2010, big game. Uh, 2010 was a big year for games. Playing cards in the game of life. Mm. That's that. You know what? That is a big year. Okay, okay. So I think that they will do one strategy esque sort of thing. It could be a board game, card game, whatever. So I think it's either Clue or Uno or whatever. One of those gets in. I think Clue. I don't. Uno is still super popular though. You think this is like hanging up a jersey? This is not. Because playing cards are still relevant too. Playing cards playing cards have been inducted. I know. That, that's So I said, you think it's like hanging up a jersey. You said Uno is still relevant. No, we're not hanging up the jersey of Uno. It's not going to the hall to retire. Um, First Bell Hall of Famer Uno? No. Um, I bet you like something stupid is going to get in. Like sand. Actually, I hope Paper Plane beats Sand. Point of information. If, if the, one of those two have to win, I hope it's Paper Plane. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't, I don't. I think Pez, Transformers, and uh, My Little Pony are going to have a competition. I'm sorry, your eight ball's not going to make it. And if it does, so so you think like one game, um, one more um, abstract, 
abstract, uh, and then one more like kind of mainstreamish. I wish they had like chalk, sidewalk chalk on there. <laughs> That'll be next. <laughs> I'm still angry about sand. Keep going. <laughs> It'll just yeah. be chalk. It'll be chalk. It'll be the saddle chalk. chalk. It's generic chalk. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say. So clue, I'm gonna say clue for his like long for the longevity. It was 1947. The candlestick in the library, Jeff yeah. Clue. Yeah, and I'm assuming it's still being sold and played. It is. In houses other than mine today. I'm definitely playing Clue with you when we meet. Keep going. Uh, I, I would say uh, Transformers, just because they have like the the um, recency bias with the uh, movies. And Optimus Prime is going to take over our world, we hope. Yeah. And then I, I bet Paper Airplane. <sighs> okay. That's the, that's the controversial one. That's the one that gets, like, the headlines. It's kind of like, let's take it back to Makerspace, people. Let's take it back to Brass Tacks, the paper, the folding. I wish, they, should, they should just put Origami in there. Like, let's not call it Paper Plane. Origami. I do all my paper airplanes on uh, ha apps now. Mm -hmm. Instead of throwing them, you can like flick them, and it goes to someone else's phone. That's so sad. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, <laughs> I, I, no, it's probably a thing. It's if not, it's gonna be one now. Paper footballs ever made it? <laughs> well, I'm glad that we went through these um, list of nominees. When do we find out? Like, when do they decide? Wait, who else is the juries? Who's the one that's making these decisions? Do we vote? Is that what happens? Uh, I have not done that level of research. Okay. The following 12 toys are, are uh, for the finalists. So 27, the Strong's National Toy Hall of Fame. Only two or three will take their honored places in the, this year's hall when they are announced. The ceremony at the Strong's on Thursday, November 9th. Oh, it's soon. Okay. 10.30 a.m. Okay, I'll be in the next little while. Great. I won't be left in suspense. Great. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to have to recap that for listeners. I hope you're happy. They'll come at the end. Oh, of they have the a show. journal. They have the American Journal of Play. Oh, yeah. Well, I've now lost Jeff from my other research project to this one. <laughs> I see that your priorities have changed. That's fine. Uh, you, you think of like you think like play researchers like like super uh like you think they're playful or you think like there's a super academic about it actually we have a play center at my campus thank you very much in the college of education and it's partnered with our early child care early child care education area and they do center stuff and i love one of the faculty that works in it because she was in one of my grad statistics courses um and she was auditing it and she's pretty awesome and i think they're doing some fun things so is it like observational studies? There's some observation. There's some interaction. Like it's participant observation. It's interaction. It's kind of like there are like uh, randomized control testing with certain play functions. So you have PlayStations, play area, not not the game PlayStation, but play centers, I should say. Um, yeah, I know there's definitely ones around learning. Uh, so play and learning is definitely a huge area. Uh, I don't I don't publish to that journal, but I think it's fun. It's part of the learning sciences umbrella. I think that's really neat area. I'm, I'm looking at how we could play with adults to learn and train development, but that's a different thing. I have a game storming book. There's my recommendation for play. Um, a book called Game Storming. 
not brainstorming, but games. Uh, that's the one I'm reading recently for a class. So uh, I recommend we we change our anatomy lab to the game of operation, but <laughs> for that. Well, if you publish in that journal, then maybe they'll take your word for it. You'll be more of an expert. Maybe so. Uh, that was a great list, Jeff. I appreciate that. So thank you for sharing. We'll we'll have a reactions sometime uh, after November 9th on our, our our ultimate disappointment on this selection. <laughs> Let us know who you think should be nominated from that list. We'll put a short list in our show notes and hey, maybe we'll hold our own little straw poll and we'll have a break drink version of the winners of two or three people picked within the list. Maybe. Also coming up, Laura and I are going to get to hang out twice in the month of October. Those, yes. Yeah. And we probably won't podcast about it, so we'll talk to you about it afterwards. <laughs> we might if we get creative. You never know. Uh, we've had a few questions from random listeners of things you want us to talk about because you know what we do. It could deal with what we do at work or not do with that. Um, so we welcome some suggestions. One of them, I think I have to talk about being an Airbnb super host. Jeff, um, you have something I, coming up. I do have Airbnb questions, so do look forward to that. Okay, we're going to talk about that. Uh, we have um, some other things I think we wrote in the Google Doc that we're, you have you want to talk about. Oh, we, you want to rant about TED Talks at one point and revisionist history. So we'll talk about history, maybe. Um, and the NBA season is about to start. And of course, uh, the basketball. Yeah. <laughs> well, until we meet next time, uh, enjoy your games of play, even in sand. Bye, everyone. Ciao now.